Hello there. So as part of the uh, September WWE pay-per-view uh, review series, I've come now to one I'd never seen before. It was a sort of a bonus one. They did uh, one in, I think it was in Birmingham in England, uh, one night only in 1997. Yeah, this was the last one after Ground Zero, which I've just recently reviewed. But so, yeah, this is one I'd never seen before. So again, I was looking while well, I was on that, sort of looking at things on the network well I've got it for the rest of the month I seen I noticed this and I thought oh well let's see I I had seen the main event before a while back I had seen that that's about the only thing I'd seen so I thought oh well let's get money's worth at the network it's a show I've not seen let's have a look so we kick off with uh, Dude Love versus uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley better known as Triple H but that was his character name at the time Again, this is sort of a, again, they were feuding, of course, they had that great match at SummerSlam 97, so, yeah, it was, it was fine, you know, that, remember, what I remember this thing, they charged money for this uh, as a pay-per-view, but this is a glorified house show, is <laughs> what it is, that's why I remember as well at the time, I was completely, absolutely loved WWF back in the 97, back as a kid and things, but I think we, you were, we actually got the pay-per-views on Sky Sports, so you could just like tape them and things, but they actually charged money for this, you know, in Sky Box Office. I was like, no, my parents ain't paying for that. I'll tell you. And they were quite right, basically, but still, here we go. But um, yeah, match was, yeah, it was a nothing match. I mean, they've, they've been having great matches, but again, it was a house show. Triple H wins after China distraction interferes. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. When you see Dude Love versus Hunter Sumsley on the, on the match list, and you think, oh yeah, this could be good. It's like, oh wait, oh wait a minute, it's a house show, okay. And that feeling just gets keeps getting worse. You've now got after this, you've got Tiger Ali Singh versus Leaf Cassidy. Do you remember Tyler Ali Singh? Neither do I. But no, actually, I vaguely do. I vaguely do. I think he got teamed with Devo Brown for a bit as well later on. But yeah, he was fucking boring. And uh, this match was boring. Leaf Cassidy was, of course, later would later go on to be Al Snow, who uh, who's great though, actually, though, especially when you listen to Al Snow and his um, and the way he talks about things that happened in the wrestling business. A very intelligent guy, a uh, very easy to listen to and, and like the shoot interviews. So yeah, absolutely great. Um, but other than that, uh, this match was shit. Who cares? Complete house show, complete piss break. And then we come. Speaking of which, they then come to the. Headbangers versus Los Bariquas for the tag titles. Yeah, I remember I was talking about Headbangers won the titles at uh, at, at Ground Zero. Well, here was their first defense against the Bariquas. And I actually genuinely couldn't remember who the Headbangers lost the titles to when, whenever they lost it. So I was going into this thinking, I actually don't know what happened here. But uh, anyway, the match was boring anyway. It just genuinely was, but the Headbangers go over, which is good because the, the entertaining team won. So yeah, fair enough. Can't, honestly, I still can't remember who they lost the titles to. Not that matters, but still, you know, it is what it is. Uh, next up after this, we have the Patriot versus Flash Funk, which is funny because Patriot just got that title shot off um, at Ground Zero as well, uh, going up against uh, Flash Funk. You remember Flash Funk and his groovy song? That oh, was good. But the Patriot got that fuck booed out of them by the British crowd, so there you go. Uh, again, this match is terrible. This is just boring. Honestly, nobody cared. Then we've got an Allegiant Doom against the Godwins. You're getting a theme developing here. 
these matches are terrible, nobody cares. <laughs> this, this was god-awful. This was just so boring. They had a vaguely pass, a pretty passable match at SummerSlam this year previously, but oh god. This was just boring. Legion of Doom win. Okay, at least the right team won. Fair enough. So that's kind of the glorified house show portion of the show out the way. And there's been there's been some absolute clangers here, let's be real. But the one thing that was keeping it going was the commentary. And Jerry Lawler was the absolute star of this night with all his British references as well. And, and, and honestly, it was like you, you can tell he'd done his research. He was going on about how he's a bit of all right and going on about slappers and pillocks and all that. That was my favourite one, pillocks. That's what I mean. <laughs> so Jerry Law is just absolutely brilliant here. Uh, one of the best ones as well. Um, he was talking about some of the, uh, the weight advantage on somebody in a, in a match and then he turned to JR and said, you'd know about all the weight advantage with that slapper you were with last night. <laughs> so uh, Jerry Law, absolute legend. Uh, I can't put him over enough. Anyway, the show kind of starts to pick up a bit. Thankfully, so it wasn't a complete waste of time. So we got apparently Shamrock got injured on the Raw just before this, and he was meant to face Owen Hart, but instead it was uh, Vader takes his place. I don't, uh, I don't know if Vader was meant to be able to face at this time, but I think he was just a last minute replacement. They actually have a really solid match. Actually, it's quite entertaining. No, I didn't know who won this as well, and it had believability in the fact that there was believable moments when the little guy was actually out wrestling the big guy so it actually worked it was quite good Vader eventually won it, it was fine yeah quite good no no complaints about that and then we came uh, the reasons to watch this match uh, this show uh, Bret Hart and Undertaker again rematch from uh, SummerSlam not a patch of course on that classic but it's quite good it's actually quite good it's got the dodgy finish when Bret Hart's caught in the ropes Undertaker keeps attacking him he's basically hugging the rope by his neck Undertaker keeps attacking him and it's a disqualification. It's a way to keep the title on Brett. It's a way for the Undertaker not to get pinned again. The finish, I understand it. It's a house show, whatever it is. Well, it's a house show that they charge for, but you know. You know, but the match itself is a watchable match. Not a bit, don't ever expect it to be a patch on the SummerSlam classic, but it's fine. It's fine for what it is. And the big attraction here is, of course, the European titles on the line here. British Bulldog defending against Shawn Michaels. Uh, this is an excellent match. Anytime I have ever seen a match between these two guys, whether it be like it was at King of the Ring 96, uh, there was a Raw match as well they had, and you had that finish for them in the Royal Rumble as well as the last two. They always work brilliantly together. And this is no exception. This is absolutely the main proper match to main event. Absolutely the right uh, absolutely an excellent match again as always right when we come to the finish a lot of people complain about the finish i have no problem with the outcome of this match because i think they did it for the heel heat or whatever now apparently Shawn michaels politicked for this i've heard jim Cornette saying oh god damn he just went backstage to politics to win the belt there you know what I think the finish is effective because you've got what is it? Bulldog gets his knee injured after DX interfere and smack, I think smack him in the knee with a chair and Sean puts the figure four on until Bulldog can't go on. It gets tremendous amount of heat. So I don't have a problem with Sean Michaels winning this belt here and him winning. It was a shock. Sometimes that works. Shock factor can sometimes work. And in this case, I think it works. I actually do think it works. Here's where the problem is. 
it goes on too long because he keeps the, the figure four on after the bells run. Okay, the match is over. Okay. No, the referee never once does the five count thing. And once you're sort of thinking, because there is whenever you, if even if people won by submission in the past, if you keep the hold on after the match is over, if you don't break it, then you get disqualified and the decision's reversed. Never happened here. And then, of course, you've got, um, he's got it, it goes on for ages. He's got, I, mean, I get heel heat and everything. You've already got the heel heat. He's got it on for too long before Brett and Owen come up and break it out. And it makes them look like idiots. And I've heard as well, Bret Hart has said, it would, they hated that finish because it just went on too long. And I agree with him. It just did. It did make them look stupid. And they didn't even sell. I get it. They've just wrestled just before it, the pair of them. So it's like, okay. But the commentary never said anything like, ah, they can't come out because they're in the trainer. And they never sold that. So it just made it, if you maybe even just done something as simple as that, it might have, might have been okay, but uh, it was stupid. And I did hear a clip as well. My old friend, Bruce Pritchard, I really can't stand this fucker like i really can't he was like oh it was a great finish you know and we got sympathy on the baby face and it tells a good story and then and, then. and i'm thinking yeah but you well, what story were you building there because the bulldog never faced sean again to get the belt back or anything so it was all kind of pointless all you did was make the hearts kind of look like morons i don't have a problem with sean winning the belt here but you know it just yes yeah, kind of made them look like morons let's be honest but but I will say, overall, there are some good things on this match and towards the end. And the star of the show is, of course, Jerry Lawler with his British references. So is it a good show overall? No. And it does have its flaws, but I've seen worse. Yeah, I've seen worse. There, there is some utter shit in this. But then again, take keep in mind, it's a house show, really, essentially. With some, it is essentially a house show with some high quality, with, with high quality moments. So make of that what you will. But uh, there you go. Thanks very much for listening. Coming up next, we'll be going into 1998 for the September pay per view, which is Breakdown. So I look forward to talking about that. So thank you very much for you for listening. Goodbye.